peace of our Lord be with you. For God so loved the world that God gave God's only Son so that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but will have everlasting life. Every three years, the lectionary places those words in the path of the church throughout the world. And every time they roll back around, It seems important for us to sit with them, look at them, and speak about them as carefully as we can. Because across the centuries, they have come to occupy such an enormous place in the hearts and minds of so many Christians. For many millions of dear and good souls, those words, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, So that whosoever believeth in Him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. The way I learned it. Those words are the words. Those words are the words. The words which most clearly draw the line between Christians and the rest of the world. which in the minds of millions means the line between those who will go forever to heaven when they die and those who, when they die, will go forever to hell. For countless dear and good people, That is the clear and plain truth of John 3.16. And for much of my life, it was that clear and plain for me until I actually came to know real people and have real friends who do not believe what I believe about Jesus, but whose lives embody in clear and undeniable ways the Spirit of God. Marvin Becker and Melvin Kruger Jewish friends in Macon, Georgia. A Sikh named Sam in McLean, Virginia. My friend Fatih, a Muslim in Jackson. Many others. 
friends whose lives so fully and beautifully embody the Spirit of God that to believe that they are going to eternal torment when they die for no other reason than believing what their parents and grandparents believe the same way I believe what my parents and grandparents believe, eventually became something I could no longer pretend to believe. But I knew better long before I was willing to say better partly because I didn't know how to believe what I believed and stand as closely as I longed to stand to John 3.16 and John 3.18. Those who do not believe are condemned already. And John 14, 6, no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. It was helpful when I began to actually study the Bible. I mean, for one thing, it was helpful just to learn and I know this is going to sound awfully elementary, but it was helpful to learn that the Bible was not written in chapters and verses. I was an adult before I knew that. You know, the Bible was not divided into chapters until the year 1230-something, and not into verses until 1551. I know how elementary that sounds, but it is a powerful reminder to us that we use the Bible in ways the Bible was not written to be used. I was an adult before I knew the Bible didn't come in chapters and verses. I'm looking at our teenagers and our children sitting here today, and you now know more about the Bible than I knew when I was 25 years old. Um, so so the Bible just wasn't written to be lifted out and put over here as a slogan on a billboard or a bumper sticker or a coffee mug or a t-shirt. It's, it's fine to do that. It's not a bad thing. But when you do it, you just need to know you're handling the Bible in a way the Bible was not written to be handled. But far more importantly than that, it was helpful to learn that the Gospel of John was written not by people who were following Jesus around with a pad and a pencil. The Gospel of John was written the same way Matthew, Mark, and Luke were written. For specific communities of faith, a generation or two after Jesus lived and died, Mark in 64 or 65 for the community of faith in Rome. Matthew in what, 75 or 80 for the community of faith in Antioch. Luke 
in 80 or 85 for the community of faith, probably in Syria, perhaps in Greece. And then John, 85 or 90, for the community of faith in Ephesus. A community of faith which was a group of Jews who believed in Jesus, but who by that time had been put out of the synagogue for believing in Jesus. And were now a small minority group within first century Judaism. Which helps explain why the Gospel of John sounds the way it sounds. When it sounds like it's so angry and it's drawing such a line in the sand and you either believe or you don't believe, you're either with us or against us. It's not about massive, powerful, 21st century Christianity against the rest of the world. It's about a tiny minority of first century Jews who are in an argument with the establishment of Judaism over what it means to believe in Jesus. It helps some to know all of that. But even knowing all of that doesn't resolve the inner conflict and debate and tension and fear, for me at least. But anyway, let's, let's be honest. What we believe, every one of us in this room, actually usually really has less to do with the Bible than with what we believe in our souls because it rings true in our souls. Let's just be honest, folks. If what we believe was really all about what the Bible says, we'd put as much weight on Luke 14.33 as we put on John 3.16. They're both in the same Bible. But if we put as much weight on Luke 14.33 as we put on John 3.16, then we would not only have to believe the right thing about Jesus to be saved, but we would also have to give up all of our possessions to be saved, which not a one of us is going to do no matter what the Bible says, and we might as well be honest about it which is not necessarily a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. You don't, you don't need to go give up all your possessions. You just need to be honest and truthful and say out loud what we all know to be so, which is that everything we say is about the Bible is not about the Bible. Rather, the truth is we believe what we believe because we believe it. And we believe it because it rings most true to us in the depth of our soul. And even that, even that which we have come to believe in the depth of our soul will sometimes change because of a living person 
a child of God whose life we cannot deny. Theology chasing friendship. Which actually might be part of what God had in mind all along anyway. After all, think about this. When God sent that angel choir to light up the night sky over Bethlehem, it was to announce not the binding of a book, but the birthing of a baby. God in person. In a person. God so loved the world. God sent God's only Son. God gave God's only self in person. In a person. And still it happens over and over and over again. God so loves the world that the Holy Spirit keeps coming to people, through people, like the wind, beyond explanation, but undeniable. Amen. As we come to the close,